Welcome. <laughs> this is our podcast. Crying in the walk-in. I'm not crying. You're crying. I'm not right now. <laughs> you said that very sad. I know. <laughs> I'm not crying. I'm not. Today's a good day. I got I got chores done. Oh, good. Yeah. I cleaned my kitchen. Mm-hmm. I didn't clean my floors, but I did sweep. You meal prepped. Ish. Kind of. Ish. I, did I mean, too. enough. I did too. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I got I got stuff done. I vacuumed. Good. You know, it was clean enough where I could light the candle. Okay. To signify that it's clean. <laughs> I cleaned. Yeah. My ceremonial <laughs> candle lighting. Exactly. <laughs> you get it. Uh, yeah. And then I came here. So it didn't have a chance to really perforate the air. Oh, well. I'm, did sorry. You, I'm sorry. Wait. Did you leave your candle no. lit? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm saying it didn't perforate the air because I had to put the candle out. Okay. Because I came here. All right. I was about to be very concerned. <laughs> Go home right now. Call Dwayne and be like, uh, uh, uh your no. girlfriend's dumb. You're not dumb. You're very smart. Wow. <laughs> Says the one who left a candle burning the other day. Shh. <laughs> there was no smoke. Everything was fine. This is why I was concerned. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> I was going to say, to be fair, yours was burning for like a minute, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> if mine was still burning, it would be for hours. <laughs> it's a big difference. Oh, God. What are we talking about today? Well, also, I'm Kat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hi, Kat. Hi. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Lynn. Oh, hi, Lynn. Nice to meet you. <laughs> hi. I feel like I've met you before. I know. Crazy. Crazy. I think particularly so right now, I'm feeling kind of Meadow Muffins. Who decided that that was a good name for a bar? <laughs> It sounds like a bakery. Does it? Do you know what a meadow muffin is? I feel like I should know. It's a cow patty. Do you know what a cow patty is? Yes, I do know what a cow patty <laughs> I'm like, is. Ma'am, you're from Texas. You I do. Know. I know what a cow patty is. That's what a meadow muffin is. Who the? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Whatever. Yep. Tell me about meadow muffins. Well, you know, I got hired there. Um, That's how it works. Yep, usually. <laughs> they were so nice, though, in the interview. And when they hired me, like, I was like, oh, this is going to be a really great place to work. Like, oh, I hate places like that. They yeah. Fucking I was super you. excited. I was like 20. How old were you? 23. No, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And I was super excited. It was my first bar job, but my mom had sent me to Bartending Academy. Ooh. I know. Yeah. Yes. Um, it was just like a two or three week course. Oh, I didn't realize it was that short. For yeah. some reason, I thought it was like a couple months. Maybe it was longer than that, and I'm just consolidating it. But Maybe. But, um, I mean, I feel like there's only so much you can learn. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, Al and I both went there. My sister. Okay. Um, And so, like, it was it was good in the fact that it taught me, like, the basics of bartending, mm-hmm. which was nice. Like, I learned how to make a martini and, you know, how to not overpour and... Classics. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get it pretty much any bar. Right, right. And so, like, they hired me, but I did not put on there that I had gone to Bartending Academy because something in me was just like, don't put it on the resume. Like, it's going to seem strange or something. And later they told me Were that- Were you afraid it was going to be, like, pretentious? Kind of. Like, pretentious okay. or, like, oh, like, I know how to bartend. I went to Bartending Academy when I right. realistically, like, had never worked in a bar and had no idea how to work there. Well, it's one thing to learn it. It's another thing to practice it. Right. Right. Okay. Right. And so, like, they were super kind when I got hired, but later she was like, I I told them, like, oh, I went to the bartending academy, and she was like, you did? And I was like, yeah, she was like, if you had put that on your resume or your application, she's like, I would not have hired you. So this was your manager? Yeah. Okay. So there was two managers. Okay. um, And I have no idea where they are now. 
But they were a married couple who were real estate agents. Okay. Whoa, stop. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think married... Well, I mean, there are some situations where it works out. But in my experience, married couples running a bar or a restaurant, that's Mm -mm. normally not a good idea. No. It just turns into, a mom said, dad said. Right. Yeah. And so it was... Because they're basically babysitters. Yeah. And it was just... You know, I was and like, they weren't even in the restaurant or bar business to begin with. Exactly. Gordon Ramsay is going to show up. No kidding. God. Okay. So they were real estate agents. Okay. Turned into bar owners. Okay. No idea what they were doing as far right. as management was concerned. Well. Um, <clears throat> and so, I mean, reason. you know, I was there for eight months. I watched thirty-two bartenders coming in and out of that place in Are eight months. Are you serious? Oh, I'm dead serious. And the same thing with the line. Thirty-two. Yeah. Restaurants have high turnover, but holy moly. The amount of people that I would, like, see for, like, a day. I remember, like, one girl. I don't know why she sticks in my head, but she quit after she found out we had to clean our own mats in the bar. Like, the floor mats. That was her, like, no, I can't do this. I'm done. (laughs) It's not that bad. I mean, did you have, like, a... Did you just take them to, like, the dish area, essentially, and spray spray them down? down. It's easy. Okay. Yeah. It's not even that difficult. She was like, no, I don't do this. And I was like, okay, well, then I guess you don't work here. I'd be more like, oh, I have to clean the drains that haven't been cleaned in forever by... I mean, I wouldn't now, but back then. It was bad there. And I'll get to it, but... Well, yeah. I mean, if you had 32 in and out within eight months, just for front of house. But the amount of times that they made me feel uncomfortable... In what way? My very first day, they introduced me to, like, one of their head bartenders. Um, They were like, this is Heather. She will have privileges that you will never, ever have in this bar. And I was like, cool. Want to explain what those are? Yeah. I was just like, okay, welcome to the team. (laughs) (laughs) If someone was like, this is a supervisor... Uh, no, actually, no. I can't. I can't think she of a was, single she situation. She was just a bartender. Well, though. I can't think of a situation in which that would apply, even if you were a manager. This is Cat, and uh, she has privileges, or what did you yeah, say? Yeah, privileges She's, that you'll never you'll have. never have. I'd be like, what does that mean? Yeah, I was like, okay, like, why try? Right. That's what. That's kind of how it felt. Like, okay, <laughs> I guess I'll just work here then. <laughs> <laughs> even then, I'd be like. Mm. What? I showed up one day. I have so many questions. Wearing, what privileges? How wearing, did she get them? How long has she been here? Is it because of her looks? Is I she pretty? Do you think she's pretty? I Is that how she got this? Didn't think to ask, I guess. I don't know. I guess. Is it because she's been here a long time? Is it because she just kind of steamrolls people? Because I can do that too if I need to. Does it get me above and beyond other people? I think back in the day, I was just so insecure about myself. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, do you know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. Like, I was like, okay, yeah. Like, she has privileges that I'll never have because she's better than me. Well. And I was okay with that. I think that not only that, but I think it also comes with the, like you said, you you went to bartending school. Right. You knew by recipe how to make these things, but you had not had the experience of no. being in a bar Right. And so I was, I was intensely intimidated. Like. Right. 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 And you were young. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that too. And you hadn't had that kind of jar- job before. So it's not like you could know that, Yeah. hey, this isn't exactly normal. No. <laughs> this isn't exactly a healthy workplace. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, the amount of places that are just not healthy workplaces that just take advantage of that. This was toxic. Mm-hmm. Like toxic to another level. I showed up one day wearing jeans and like a tight fitting t-shirt. And I was wearing, like, this white shawl because it was a little chilly outside. Right. Not only that, but I was feeling insecure, you know, 
just fucking a little bloated that day or whatever, whatever it was, you know? And so you're like, I, I want to wear a shawl. And they fucking were like, bite me. you can't wear that. And I was like, wear what? And they were like, that shawl, you need to take it off. And I was like. Did they say well, why? I was like, well, I'm cold. And they were like, it doesn't, it doesn't match our aesthetic here. They were like, you need to take it off. And I was like, I don't want to take it off. And they were like, you need to take it off. So I literally had to, like, I felt like I was stripping naked in front of them, which is not what was happening. No, but the whole aspect of you can't wear that, you have to take it off in front of us right now. Right. It wasn't like that's what they little, were saying. That's a, that's it was how they were saying it. Yeah. yeah. No, and I fucked. was so uncomfortable. And I'm not embarrassed to say, I am a little bit, but just because I should have quit that job far, far before I got to this point. But I would do shots before going into work because I was yeah. so anxious about it. Yeah. I mean, there's no, you should have quit before, you know. I got, you I got know. fired from that job. <laughs> <laughs> That's appalling to me. I always forget that you got fired from that job because it's like, it, I think it's the perfect example of you can have someone that is like potentially so fucking good and they don't even realize it because they themselves are so shitty. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. <sighs> So I was, I was the sign spinner at this job too. So I would go. Oh, I did that for a minute too. Did you? Yeah. For like two seconds. (laughs) But you had to hula hoop. Oh, I didn't have to do that. (laughs) Okay. I've never hula hooped in my life. And the few times that I tried, it ended terribly. And so I had to learn to hula hoop. And I would do it. I can hula hoop with my neck and my arm. Can you? And I can move it. I can do it with my arm, but like hula hooping with my hips, that was exhausting. I can move it from my arm to my neck. Stand at the corner of the street and hold a sign that said, looking for a good time? Come eat at Meadow Muffins (laughs) while I hula hoop. (laughs) God. And so I was tired of it. I really hated it so much. And so it started to kind of sprinkle. It wasn't even like enough of a sprinkle to make my hair frizz. It was just a. it's raining. I got to go inside. So I literally went inside and sat down and drank a beer. Okay. And then went home. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day they called me in on my day off. And to fire me. you? Yeah. Yeah. I lived within walking distance of the place, but, right. and I cried. I think I cried more for my pride because I had been fired from a place that was so awful, but it was kind of a blessing in disguise. Oh, a thousand percent a blessing in disguise because I know you, you're not the kind of person that would quit. No. Like, not that. Like, it, it takes, it, it takes it a takes, lot. Yeah, it takes a lot to make me quit. Mm-hmm. And I was determined to, like, be good at what I was doing. Oh, yeah. Mono muffins. Mm-hmm. Gross. Yeah. It was also haunted, though. So, this place, it has, it has, like, its front bar and then, like, the back bar. Um, and I think then, I've only been to the front bar. Yeah. I never ventured past that. It's usually only open on the weekends, and, like, the whole events back there and stuff, like, we used to have, like, it was kind of like a beauty pageant, but it was just these girls walking around in lingerie. You know, it was a bar. That's just interesting. In old Colorado. I was going to say, you say, it's just a bar, but that's not a bar I've been to before, (laughs) but okay. I mean, I would, but it's just interesting. There was a basement to this place that they had, like, the washer and dryer down there, because we would (laughs) wash all of our own linens and stuff. In this basement, first of all, they had this creepy clown that would from time to time just turn on by itself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Uh-huh. And okay, would describe get, the clown. He was size. Like about people height. No. Yeah, it looked like he a was people. a people clown? He was a people clown. No, thank you. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, he was and he was, was like he mechanic. Sitting? No, was he, he was standing. Gross. I think he had like balloons in his hand or something. Gross. Or like his hand was up like he was supposed to be holding something. Gross. Yeah. It was, it was not okay. Nothing about that clown. I don't know why the fuck he was down there. Yeah. Except to just 
turn on by himself magically. I don't like that. And be creepy. Um, but there was, was a he, tunnel. Like, motion activated? Nope. He wasn't plugged in either. What? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so from time to time, I would have to go down into this basement because I think the stocking was down there too, like beer and stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, that makes sense. Right. But there was a tunnel. So way, way back in the day, it used to be like two sides of the street. And one side was like shops, like for furniture and clothing and stuff. And the other side was kind of like a red light district, you know, that had the the girl standing outside and, you know, like, come eat at this bar. And, mm-hmm. You know, happy ending kind of place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a tunnel underneath this bar that would go under the street into, like, one of the shops across the street. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you were shopping with your That's wife, fucking cool. you could be like, I'm just going to go check out this furniture store real fast. It's just, yeah. 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 Just, I, we need a new couch or something. Guess, or something. <laughs> a couch or something. Yeah. Honey, we just bought a couch last week. We need another. I'll look for some cushions. <laughs> It's going to take, like, two hours. <laughs> and so, what is this accent? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so he goes and he looks at the cushions. Yes. Or she. Fuck it. Fuck it. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not here to judge. No. Jeez. <laughs> um, and so they would go into, cool, like, the store, and you would take the tunnel underneath, and you would pop out on the other side. Interesting. Into the red light district. Yeah. Huh. Um, and so it's creepy though. Like I really want to go back under there. Although obviously, like somebody coming in and be like, "Hey, can I check out your basement?" It's probably not going to go over well. Well, you don't ask. You just you just do go. It. Oh, I'm lost. Is this not the bathroom? <laughs> Literally. But the, here's the thing: it's bricked off. The tunnel is bricked off, huh? Yeah, it's it's all bricked off. So I wonder you, if the other side's not. I that's what I was just going to ask or tell you. Like we should go check on the other side and be like, "Hey." You got a basement? No. Is there a secret door? We just find ourselves down there. Okay. Oops. Hmm. Oh, goodness. But those are my days at Meadow Muffins. I'm sure there's more that I can think of. There was a time that my boss had to pull a gun. I'm sorry. He open carried, though, because it's an open carry state. Yes. And so he always had his gun, like, in a holster on his backside. Okay. Um... This makes it sound like it's on his butt. It was on his, like, No, but belt on loop. his belt loop. Yeah. yeah. Like, on his back. Yeah. And, like, one of the bartenders... I think this was during Territory Days. Mm-hmm. One of the bartenders that worked with us, like, her irate ex-boyfriend came in, like, causing a ruckus. Oh, God. And That's so, scary. all of a sudden, like, I just see a whole bunch of people running, and, like, he's got his hand on his gun. And I'm like, meh. <laughs> scary situation mm-hmm. i'm not a huge fan of guns nope but yeah guns when i was working at the shoe department some guy came in with an automatic rifle strapped to his back i, went, I don't think you can do that i don't know i went and hid i mean i would i was like nope not about this life today i like no, I'm not i don't get paid enough for this shit <laughs> i went like it was a big shoe store and so i went and hid in one of the aisles and was like watching him <laughs> i forgot you worked in that shoe store yeah <sighs> Meadow Muffins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about all I got for that place. It was just a shit place to work. Just <laughs> shit. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so that's been Meadow Muffins. Uh-huh. <laughs> First bartending job, yeah? First and probably, well, not the last, but... No, because you you and I bartended together, but your first... My first bar. Your first bar. Yeah. First and only bar. Yeah. Straight up bar. Yeah, just straight bar. 
Yeah. All the rest of them were. <clears throat> it's a different... It's different. I much more loved bartending with you. Like, we would dance around each other in the bar. Yeah. And we were just good with each other. We were, because we can read each other's minds. I mean, from the moment we met each other. Yeah. You know? Well, it's I, always I hated been you, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like this blonde-haired, blue-eyed chick. Who the fuck does she think she is? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, she's kind of cool, actually. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Feelings mutual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... You know, I mean, I just, we, I think, you know, just you, I, I told you whenever I met you, you always like the moment I met you, you reminded me of my sister, which is a testament to Kelsey because you're what, however many years older than her, but right. um, we're both old souls. Yeah, a yeah. thousand percent. And so I just always felt connected and like we got along and we do. And so whenever we started actually working together in the bar, it was a dance. It was a you know, I could look at you and be like, I need, eh, and you're like, yeah, yep. Yeah, mm. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, from the beginning, we always really worked well together and we, we wouldn't have to have a complete conversation or a complete sentence. Right. <laughs> but it was just very shorthand. <laughs> <laughs> or I would just tell you like, I'm going to the back and it wasn't cool. just, a, no, but it wasn't a sentence of I'm going to the back. It was like, I'm no. going to the back and what else do you what need? What do you need? Yeah. 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 So like we communicated without communicating. Was made it way easier. But that's what makes good bartenders or good co-workers yes. in general is that's whenever you have that kind of relationship or mm-hmm. anything where you can just get along with them like that and yes. read each other's minds. So if you're bartending, I really hope you have somebody in the bar with you who... Makes it fun. Who just gets you. Yep. It makes it, it a lot easier. It does. Because it, it is hard with people being assholes and Karens and just managers being up your ass and micromanaging and like co-workers who can't do their job and long hours and on your feet and you know i mean what always keeps people coming back is the money yep it's always good money you always come back because of money people say they're leaving and then they always come back mm-hmm. inevitably yep <laughs> so thanks for listening <laughs> yeah this has been crying in the walk-in if you're gonna cry go cry in your room i'm just kidding don't cry <laughs> it's not worth it you don't live with them yeah, you don't live with them. You don't have to go home with them. They're just people who come in and then they go home. And they're just unhappy. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks uh, for listening. Yes. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Find us on Instagram at Crying In Walk In, on Facebook at Crying In The Walk In, or email us at listeners at cryinginthewalkin.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And remember to support your local service professionals. This has been Crying in the Walk-In, produced and edited by Kat Clayton and Lynn Weir, consulting producer Ryan Clayton.